I'll be honest, that helped my mood after I just heard minus 51 wind chill was uh, hearing in the summertime. I don't know why I was, just a little bit of an upbeat song there. Uh, Ramanda, no? no? no. Doesn't change. It doesn't change what's outside. Sorry. No, it doesn't change, but it just, I don't know, brought a smile to my face. A little Mungo Jerry uh, here on a uh, Friday afternoon. Looking at the uh, map of Canada right now, um, you have a lot of Ontario into Quebec. Um, they have, what do they got? Winter storm warning, weather advisory uh, going on here in the prairies, uh, Winnipeg, uh, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, Edmonton, Calgary. It's all red for uh, extreme cold advisories. Uh, just here it is. As uh, you know, but remember Christmas? It was a brown Christmas. It was mild. You were out having fun. It was you're out for walks. It was great. It, you're it was not good. doing it. You're not helping. You're not helping. What do you mean? It's miserable. It's you're not helping. You, you, no, remember just, when? Yeah, remember, it's, the, the, it was. It's miserable when knew, it's that cold and it's, this is, it's an awful. We're hell used to this. We can do it. Frozen wasteland. We can get through this together, ladies and gentlemen. Don't we'll, go outside. You know. Don't go outside. Just stay home and turn up the heat. And by, I, I don't blame you for it. And call in, call in, work remotely. And uh, by do this together, I mean do this in our own homes and not leave for the next two days. Um, yeah. Except yeah. for, you know, going to the hockey rink and a big cheer competition and warming this weekend as well. Uh, so safe travels to all those uh, heading there. <sighs> Minus 51 wind chill. Hey, easy, cut it, cut it. Rick Gray, Rick Gray, Rick Gray. Football at four with Britton Gray. Okay, let's talk some football, Britton. First off, let's start. Chris Streveler as Jeff Hamilton, good friend of the Green Zone, reporting likely due back in Winnipeg. And as has been joked, Maybe the most a backup quarterback has made branding-wise in the history of football is Chris Streveler uh, with how, what he did in Winnipeg. Like He is a legend in Winnipeg. Probably. I think if I wore a fur coat into work one day, I could make that much money in radio. Well, it, it would be weather like this because it was a weather like this <laughs> for their Grey Cup uh, parade. In Winnipeg, also I'd have to have the cowboy hat and shirtless under the shirtless. Well, um, the fur vest, yeah, and having a great time. And I know you know how to have a great time, (laughs) Britton Gray. I know that for sure. That's how you do it. But here's my thing with Chris Traveler. He's not the greatest passer. (laughs) He can run the ball. He's a big guy. He's mobile. He makes plays. He's exciting, but. We'll see uh, on what they use, and they'll have a they'll have a place for them, and they'll use some gadget stuff with Chris Streveler with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. But another indication: Drew Brown's going to be a free agent, mm-hmm. and I said it earlier. If he gets to the negotiating window, if Ottawa doesn't trade for him and assign or something like that, the Riders should try to bring him into the fold. Yeah, and we'll have to see what the the price tag is on Drew Brown, uh, Chris Streveler. I mean. 
they will have packages for him. It, it's going to be interesting with the, the Zach Caleros and his health situation. He has been healthy recently, which has been good, but that's always kind of hovering around Winnipeg is the health of Zach Kolaros. And who knows, like maybe he has improved his passing recently. So after being in the NFL and getting some coaching there, maybe he'll surprise people, but he doesn't feel like a quarterback who when is the main guy is going to win you a great cup. Obviously he was a part of that team when Zach came in and then they went on that run. I will see how it goes. Cody fair. Hey, you're not, you're not him until you are him. Right. Drew, you you go out and prove it. You can hold that over everyone. Yeah. Right. Circumstances, right. Team, right. Coaching, right. Everything. All of a sudden you become that guy. Okay. Um, let's get to wild card. Sorry, super wild card yeah, weekend in the national football. Get the branding league. right, Jamie. I apologize to Roger Goodell <laughs> uh, on that. Uh, but let, let's just go through game by game. It starts tomorrow. The Cleveland Browns on the road. Joe Flacco in Houston against C.J. Stroud and the Texans. Britain, who you got? I am leaning uh, Cleveland. Because I think even if Joe Flacco has an average game, that defense is good enough and that run game is good enough to handle a very young Houston uh, Texans team that's really just finding their footing with C.J. Stroud and what he's done so far. I got Cleveland, Drew. I I need Cleveland to win. I want to see this. Joe Flacco resurgent. One of the best defenses in the National Football League as well. Pretty talented offense. I'm going Cleveland. I think the I think the youth point of uh, Britain just made is right on the money when it comes to Houston. They're just starting to find out who they are, and I think the defense will give CJ a, a tough tough afternoon. Okay, uh, game number two exclusively on Peacock in the United States, which is getting a lot of criticism, uh, but in Canada it doesn't matter. You can watch it on CTV and TSN. Uh, it is the Dolphins at the Chiefs in minus 25 maybe. weather. What do you mean, maybe? Maybe. They have apparently the, it might be in Cleveland because they're not going to get hit as badly. Although uh, New, um, Kansas City has denied this. The rumor out there is, according to sources. Shouldn't they move Buffalo's that, game there? That Cleveland, <laughs> that Cleveland, has been asked, Cleveland has been asked about moving. For the Kansas City game, game or the Buffalo game? The Buffalo game. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, Dolphins, Chiefs. Dolphins 0-10 in their last 10 games below uh, 40 degrees. Um, Dolphins freeze. Uh, so, I'm going Kansas City, Chiefs in this one. I'm going Kansas City just due to the weather. It, I just, Kansas City, I don't have a lot of faith in that receiver room. Well, they'll lose but it is Patrick week. Mahomes. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the, the Dolphins have shown that. I, I don't have enough trust in them in Tua right now to win a big game when it's needed. Um, Drew? The, the weather is a factor where I don't know who the hell is going to win that game. I, I don't. It's as much as uh, Miami has not been very good at the end of the year, either has Kansas City. So I don't know. I think the weather is going to be a, obviously a huge factor this weekend. Apparently Tyreek's going sleeveless for the game, so he he is embracing the cold weather. It's amazing when guys do that to me. Well, the offensive Absolutely line, Belton's amazing. explained this. To the <laughs> offensive line, yeah. they go sleeveless because if they have sleeves on, the defensive lineman will grab the sleeves and pull, right? Yeah. So yeah. without sleeves, 
That's why they do it. And then, it's of course, inside, all you got to do is there's an inside move. Once the guy grabs your sleeve, there's an inside move you can do that just switches away. They teach you that day two in martial arts. So, so Belton, maybe take some martial arts. Because of that, Belton didn't feel his fingertips for about 10 years after a yeah. game between the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Winnipeg <laughs> Blue Bombers. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, the Bills and the Steelers. There are rumblings that it might be moved to Cleveland. The NFL has refuted that report that they're not looking to move the game, even though there's a state of emergency. There's going to be winds of almost over a hundred thousand or a hundred kilometers an hour. Hundred thousand. Yeah, hundred thousand. I'm definitely uh, not going to three feet. P- potential of three feet of snow um, in Buffalo. Bills <laughs> and the Steelers. That that's a must win for the Bills. The Bills have to well, it's beat a playoff the Steelers. Game, of course, but it's like, a must. It's win. a must win in the terms of if you lose, your coach is getting fired. There's going to be questions about Josh Allen again, though he's sticking around. Obviously, they they like him, but like as a franchise, that was a team that's supposed to be Super Bowl or bust yes, this year, hundred percent. So the, they have to win that. If you lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are just happy to be there with Mason Rudolph. <laughs> There is going to be changes coming to that franchise. Who's going to win? Right. The Bills? The Bill, I think the Bills will do it, but there's a lot of pressure on them to do so. Yeah, I'm a great, I'm total agreement with Britain. Is, is the same story to be said for the Dallas Cowboys as we go to the next game of the Green Bay Packers? That this is a must win yeah. for Dak Prescott yeah. and Mike McCarthy and this franchise, which was Super Bowl or bust at the start of the season? Yeah, it is. It's the same thing, especially now that Bill Belichick is out there all of a sudden. I think that has increased the pressure on Mike McCarthy uh, to at least get to the NFC Championship game. You need to at least get there to keep your job if it's Mike McCarthy. Ooh. Uh, so you're picking the Cowboys over the I'm Packers. thinking the Cowboys will handle business with the Packers, though wouldn't be the first time the Packers have uh, broken my heart in the playoffs. <laughs> but the bad man's gone. Aaron Rodgers isn't there anymore. Bad man is gone. That's true. That's true. The, nice, team the nice man is playing some good He's football <laughs> Jordan in Jordan Love. Just playing some good football. Youngest youngest team to ever be in the playoffs, to ever make the playoffs. Um, surprised to be there. I agree again with Britain that, that Dallas is, they have to be on a mission. They have to be. I want to pick the Packers. I really do. No, I you think, don't. I you just they... want to make me mad. Yeah, you don't exactly. actually want yeah, to pick right. the Packers. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Jones running the ball. Christian Watson might be back. Uh, Jalen Reed's look good. Romeo, living Dom. embodiment I, of a I, troll. I, I right there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. We'll see. I, I, I'd pick if I'm picking. I'm picking the Cowboys to win. But I wouldn't be surprised on Monday if Britain's coming in here and avoiding me for the entire day because the oh, Green think, Bay Packers have pulled up the opposite in on of the Monday, weekend. Taking a personal day if the Cowboys lose. <laughs> you can't take a personal day if your team loses a game. Hey, personal day. Wait a minute. There's a mental health issue there. What are you talking about? Of course you can't. I thought we care about mental health. That's the, your your favorite team affecting you. Absolutely. Don't even start with me. Your team loses. Need a uh, 
Okay, Rams-Lions. I'm going Rams over the Detroit Lions. Uh, this has been my prediction the whole season. The Lions had an easy schedule. They're overrated. They will make the playoffs. Might even host a playoff game. Matt Stafford goes in there and proves my point that the Detroit Lions were the most overrated team in football in 2023. I love the dumb argument of they had an easy schedule. <laughs> <laughs> well, they won the damn. They won the damn games, didn't they? They won the majority of the games in that easy schedule. It's just this. It is one of the dumber arguments in football. An easy schedule. Did they win the games? Yes. Well, okay. Tell me, to play who's in front of you, Jamie. I know exactly. that. Exactly. But the teams exactly. they played in front of them weren't that good. Well, because they beat them all the time. So, all right. So, whatever. <laughs> there is usually one upset on Wild Card Weekend, and this is where I have the upset. I think the Rams have the better quarterback, the better coach, and I think that's where it kind of leans this week. I always have the better coach. Sean McVay over Dan Campbell? I think so. He's won one friggin' title. More than Dan Campbell. (laughs) Dan Campbell took over a team that was nothing, and he's he's raised it to where it is now. What what, what were the Rams when Sean McVay took over? It it sounds like Drew's going with the Lions on this one. Because <laughs> oh, I've been with the Lions, I've been with the Lions all year, and I like Dan Campbell. It's just I love you, you guys who just dismissed him from. Although Britain, you didn't. Jamie was the. They're soft. They're overrated, baby. baby. I, know, I didn't I'm, say they're I'm, soft. I'm, I said they're overrated. They're going, they're, I'm going they're, with. They're, they're I'm going football. with. Uh, I'm. I'm. I don't do predictions, but I'm hoping the Lions. But uh, Buccaneers, Eagles, final one, Monday Night Football. The Eagles are lost, man. They are lost. <laughs> yeah, but I think they squeak out a win just because it's the Buccaneers. And Baker just started practicing today, I think, Baker Mayfield, who's dinged up. Apparently, A.J. Brown deleted his Instagram and Twitter. So oh, no. Mean, oh, goodness. What does that mean? I'm going with the box is what that okay. means. Okay. What does that mean? So, A.J. Brown. <laughs> Drew, <laughs> Eagles are Buccaneers. And do you I'm want to rely on social media for your <laughs> prediction? No, I'm cheering for Baker Mayfield. Okay. Uh, there are some, well, those are all our predictions for Wild Card Weekend. What say you? 1 332 8255. Sorry. Super Wild Card Weekend. This is 980 CJME and 650 CKOA. We got a text saying when they heard in the summertime, Mungo Jerry, they actually did feel warmer. So see, it's mental. It's, it's mental, all right. It's mental. It's, it's all mental, all right. It's all attitude when it comes yeah. to going outside. You're either going to go outside with determination, saying you can't stop me, or you're going to oh, you're scared, and then it's going to feel even colder. That's what it's it got is. Got nothing to do with. It's got nothing yeah. to do with scared. It's got everything to do with reality. It's the reality cold. is, it sucks. That's the reality of yeah. it. Yeah, you can be to go outside singing hot stuff and see if you're warmer or not. No, I don't want to go outside. You can't make me. Yeah, I don't blame no. you. It's not going to happen. You. Jamie and I drew Romendo with you here in the green zone. Well, this just got posted to the Buffalo Bills website ahead of their wild card game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Do you or someone you want know want to shovel snow tomorrow night? Yes. The Buffalo Bills are asking for snow shovelers at Highmark Stadium for the wild card game versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
As it reads, the Buffalo Bills and uh, Janny King, uh, they're uh, the group that maintains uh, the stadium, are asking anyone 18 and over or under 18 with proper working papers interested in shoveling snow inside the stadium to come to Highmark Stadium starting at 10 o'clock tomorrow night, 10 p.m. tomorrow night, Saturday night, to be part of the team to get the venue ready for the hometown Bills wildcard game versus the Steelers. Shovelers can shovel snow throughout the night on Saturday into Sunday morning if needed. The rate of pay is 20 bucks an hour. Complimentary food and breaks will be provided throughout shifts in a comfortable warm area. You must have photo identification, be dressed appropriately, and shovels will be provided if you don't have one. But you are asked to bring your own shovel. Uh, so there you have it. And, of course, because all the tickets are sold, it's not like they're going to give you tickets to the game. Uh, but you just show up, shovel, 20 bucks an hour. There you go. As they are expecting upwards of three feet of snow over a 48-hour period beginning tomorrow evening. That's why they're asking people to show up tomorrow night and then shovel all night uh, and into Sunday, although there's some rumblings that they might be looking to move the game to Cleveland if uh, the weather really starts to deteriorate. But how you get the Steelers and Buffalo out of there, they better make that decision now. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Can you get them out? Because the weather is going to be bad, period. Uh, So it could be an interesting wild card game between the Steelers and the Bills. But right now, we're going to talk some hockey. Get in the fast lane, Kramer. The bingo game is ready to roll. It's time to drop the gloves. Watch the boxes, Ty. Watch the boxes. But hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Okay, Drew Romendo, let's talk that hockey. The three best teams since December when you look at points percentage in the NHL. December the 1st was the date I looked at. Number one, Winnipeg. Two, Vancouver. Three, Edmonton. One, two, three. In the entire NHL since December the 1st are those three uh, Western Conference Canadian teams. on a, And all of them are playing well. Uh, Winnipeg, eight straight wins. Oilers, nine straight wins. Um, the Canucks have a four-game winning streak, but I think they've won like eight of their last nine or something like that for the uh, Vancouver Canucks. Uh, and four straight on the road, by the way, as they're going on their eastern swing. Um, it has been impressive to watch these three teams. Will they maintain it? I'm not sure. I asked earlier which of these teams are going to represent the Western Conference in the Stanley Cup final. And a few people said Gary Bettman's going to make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, so... None of the above. They're going to make sure. Gary Bettman, they're convinced, hates Canadian franchises. Um, <laughs> not, I don't even know how to reply to that anymore. <laughs> and people still think that Mr. Bettman cares about Canadian franchises being good or bad. He wants them all to be good because that means increased revenue for all the franchises. It also means increased revenue for the league. Anyway, um, I don't, you know, obviously you can't predict that far ahead. You can't, you can't say this team versus that team is going to continue this. Winning at that pace is absolutely amazing, but it's hard to maintain. The Seattle Kraken have picked their game up as well. They're nine wins in their last 11, I think it is. And there's things that go through a season that 
you look at and go, okay, what's the, what's the, how are they doing this? You know, what is the, what's the key for that team? They got this, somebody sent me a strength of schedule thing the other day. You like schedule stuff. Uh, I don't know where it is. Um, but in the about, NHL, I think everybody plays the same teams. Like in the National Football League, when I say Australia, the Detroit Lions have a different, like the, the schedule yeah, for 2024 some, came out. Like you take on different divisions and you don't even play uh, one of the divisions. Yeah, and but we're the best team in the division last year takes on the best team in two other divisions for that following year. Well, if you're a fourth place team or a third place team, you're taking on the bad teams from in the National Football League. That's not how it works in the National Hockey League. Yeah, but we're halfway through now. So from here on, yeah, who's got the strength of schedule? You know, the Sharks played three Stanley Cup, the last three Stanley Cup champions, and the last two division winners in their first five games of the season. And so, so they're, they're, they're the strength of schedule, the strength of their opponents in the schedule, I should say, um, mattered. And now you've got the teams that are that are playing that they've gone through their part of their schedule where they've played the non-playoff teams. Now they're playing the playoff teams. Like I think Boston, and when you look at opponent um, points, is got the toughest schedule from here on in. Edmonton's up there, so Winnipeg's not so much. But the the key is, can you stay healthy? That's the Health key. is such a monster factor. Oh, so it's 82 games, and it is – it is the thing that changes teams completely. If you have most of your guys staying healthy, especially your goaltender. And I'm not a big believer in, oh, the goalies can't play so much anymore. They used to, they want to play all the time. Now, you sometimes you got to give them a rest, but most goaltenders will tell you if they're feeling like Hellebuck's feeling right now on a roll, you'll keep playing them until he tells you, no, I'm, I'm good coach. But when you look at the way these teams are built, I don't see any reason why they won't be continuing to be three of the best teams in the NHL. But it's really, to me, Winnipeg's the most intriguing because of how it seemed from the outside looking in that they were a broken team inside that room. They were a fractured team inside that room. Vancouver, uh, Rick Bonus has, has Change that, and also so has Shifley and Hellebuck and Adam Lowry, and especially Shifley and Hellebuck, though, saying, hey, we're here, and P.L. Dubois out, and Velarde and I follow in. It's changed that room. Rick Tockett's success so far is been inspiring to watch because he had it. He knew exactly what he had to do when he came in. The other thing is Jim Rutherford's not on the press every day, absolutely sabotaging his coach. Although he did do an interview yesterday and said, hey, we, we need a top six forward in here. I'm yeah. like, well, you get out of the way, Jim. Stay up in your president office and shut up, please. Yeah. Let Patrick Alvin just handle his business like you said he'd be able to. Brock Besser has got 26... JT's got, I can't even remember what JT Myers got, but anyway, there he's got about five top six forwards, or maybe even six. It's, yeah, just be quiet, Jim. Well, you have the, six, Dave, the 649, uh, yeah. the 649 line. Lotto line, yeah. Uh, the lotto line. Um, that's number 40, uh, yeah. Pedersen. Number nine, JT Miller. Number six, uh, Brock right. Besser. And they're, and they're phenomenal. 
Phenomenal. And we always knew, we all thought that the the funk with the Edmonton Oilers wasn't going to last. We thought they would work their way back and playing the kind of hockey that you're, you're seeing them play now because they're driven by two of the best players in the world. And you can argue the best players in the world, although I would still argue Sid's the GOAT, that um, that we knew that they would get going. We, we all believed it. Coaches change or no coaches change. They... I don't. So again, I'll reiterate. I don't see how they won't, if they stay healthy, how they won't continue their their play. Now with the Oilers, uh, there's some rumblings. Corey Perry uh, might be a target now that he's free to return to the NHL. Though he didn't really need clearance. Um, he was a free agent. He got his contract yeah. terminated by the Chicago Blackhawks with cause from an incident that involved another team employee. Uh, you remember that whole controversy and. Now uh, could be soon back uh, in the National Hockey League. Have the Oilers become the the new Toronto Maple Leafs that every player who's out there uh, gets automatically connected to them? Well, the Leafs have no money left, so they. they, yeah. they well, how much do the Oilers have? To, mm, Not much. Uh, they have cap space. Uh, well, three hundred ninety-four thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. So you now, could uh, you could get Corey Perry like one million dollar for. Yeah, prorated over pro-rated. the last portion of the season. I love Corey Perry. Corey Perry's a gamer. Still scores most of his goals from three feet outside the net. But the game is so fast now. Even though he was respectable in Chicago, as far as his numbers went, the last his time in Tampa and his time with the with the Chicago Blackhawks you can tell that the game is just too darn fast for him. So, I don't see I don't see another team taking a there'll be some guys out there at the trade deadline that will be attractive or more attractive than Corey Perry, younger, faster guys. And another uh, interesting uh, tidbit for the Edmonton Oilers is I can't believe what happened last night with Evander Kane. Uh, and the Edmonton Oilers in Detroit. Uh, Evander Kane and his wife, ex-wife, whatever it is. Um, X. X. Uh, he has a restraining order against her. And on Instagram stories, she was posting photos from the hockey game last night in Detroit. And then had a put after the third period, someone figured it out that she was there. And Evander Kane... Uh, had her removed in the third period. And, of course, she took to social media to take a shot at Evander Kane again. Like That that man's life continues to be a bit of a circus around him. And it has, and it's followed him around in his uh, entire career. Yeah, figure it out. When somebody shows you who they are, believe them. It's not hard. He made this bed. He made this bed over and over and over and over again. And... The former Ms. Kane is a woman once scorned, and she's not happy about anything Evander does, period. So, you know, Evander took her baby away for crying out loud. In, in, he got custody mm, of yes, the child. Did. So you don't think she's going to be pissed? Of course she is. These two are, are they're not even oil and water. They're, they're just, they're, I don't know what they are besides right now mortal enemies but they both made this bet and i have no sympathy for well i got a little bit more for her than i do for him but i got zero for him this this is what you did big boy 
Welcome to reality. I, I was, uh, and it's Evander Kane's career is, it's one when you just paid him $5 million and you're wondering how, how long he's going to go. He's, he's not very happy in his role right now either with the Edmonton well, Oilers. Who was it? Uh, uh, not, one of the, not using him properly. No, trying to, no. well, Chris Knobloch's trying to fi- find a way to get him yeah. more involved uh, with yeah. the Edmonton Oilers. I think they're doing just fine the way they're playing hockey right now, but okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get a Vander. But he wasn't, he wasn't happy with Jay either. I mean, he, you know, he said what he said. Vander's never happy he, with anything. He's never happy with anything. Yeah. Yeah. He's always complaining about something. Like my grandmother he used to say. He wasn't happy in, it, yeah. was it Atlanta? He wasn't happy in Winnipeg. In, in Winnipeg. He wasn't happy. In his, yeah. Now he's not happy with his role now in wasn't Edmonton. Happy in San Jose. Like, yeah. Oh wasn't happy in. Goodness. They, and he, the reason that he continues to get chances is because he's a hell of a hockey player. He is There's strong, no powerful, can score, can fight, can hit. He is a hell of a hockey player. That's why he keeps getting chances. Uh, but uh, we'll see. Maybe Corey Perry will uh, come into uh, Edmonton now uh, with. That's the rumble. That's the rumor. I, I don't want to, that's I don't, the rumor. But they've become the new. They've become the new Toronto Maple Leafs. They're connected to every guy that's out there. Just wait till trade line, trade deadline gets closer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they'll be signing everybody it's already started we're like what two months yeah. away from trade center yeah. and all the lists are already coming out on the targets yeah. and who which team's going to target this player and which team's going to target that player and everything else uh two months ahead of time but what we know about the trade deadline now some of the big deals happen like a week or two before the trade deadline yes. now because teams go well i'd rather have him for an extra wow. two weeks now rather than wait till right yeah. at the end so after the all-star break we'll see the movers and shakers in the National Hockey League. This is 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Jamie Nodger, Remenda with you here in the Green Zone. Our game of the night. I'm hesitant to go back to basketball like I did last night. I went with the Bucks in Boston, two of the best teams head-to-head, and Milwaukee absolutely blew them Straight out. Em. This wasn't even close. Uh, but on uh, TSN tonight, uh, they do have the Sacramento Kings and the Philadelphia 76ers uh, two of the top, one in the East, one in the West, of the top teams going head-to-head. So again, that one, uh, Sportsnet Plus, has what would be the NHL game of the night, uh, in my opinion, would be the Predators and the Stars in Dallas. Watch the great Joe Pavelski, 39 years old, still doing what 39? he's doing. 39? 39 years old. It's a kid who was a seventh-round draft pick. And he has played over 1,200 games. He's got over 1,000 points, one of the best U.S.-born players of all time, and an absolute gem of a human being. So, 39. 